Join a Planet Fitness near you from $5 a week plus no locking contract. Enjoy tons of equipment and small group classes. Upgrade to our Black Card membership to bring a friend for free and access our Black Card Spa. Planetfitness.com.au Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Sam Edmonds has been doing a great job in the summer breakfast with Simon O'Donnell and he's been kind enough to join us and we've turned the whole rundown upside wow, down and the most popular segment has been unprecedented pushed stuff. aside because Sam is not available any time after yeah. 20 past nine in the East. He joins us now. Sammy, appreciate your time, mate. Always good to talk to two of the biggest movers and shakers of the city of Perth. Yeah, and then listen, mate, we've, we've, we've passed off one of the... Um, the most sought-after segments every morning and, and rusted on listeners after on this day <clears throat> to bring you on because we want to talk to you. Yes. But it sounds like you've got plans this morning or something. Have you got to get home to bed or something? Or? Oh, I've actually got to speak to Mark Milligan, the former Socceroo, who went to four World Cups for Sporting Life this weekend. And uh, yeah. it is the time of the year to talk Socceroos, boys. Can't wait for the World Cup. Yeah, yeah looking forward to that one. Right. And you'll hear it all here on SN and the network. Uh, just in regards to the Brownlow medal and the umpiring scandal, we see that they've pinpointed a game now, the one involving Brody Majacek and Mason Cox, of course. Um, it was a, a game that many people were a bit surprised about the three yep. Brownlow votes handed out that day. Indeed, and we're talking, this will be one of many. Uh, there, there could be up in the double figures of games that Michael Pell officiated. Of course, we know of one for certain now, and we hypothesise around the rest. There might even be a pair of games, guys, where Michael Pell wasn't actually officiating, but of course he was the emergency umpire, and we know the emergency umpire can and has partaken in conversation around the 3-2-1 at the end of the game. I mean, what a giant mess this is, of course, right to the integrity of the Brownlow that I think a lot of us thought well, largely might have been untouchable when it comes to the integrity thereof. But, uh, you know, we're talking about an event that, uh, that dates back in time and, and one of the most prestigious individual awards there is. But once we start betting, guys, on events that have been run and won like the Brownlow, that is a unique arrangement. There are people who already know the result, of course. Perhaps it was a matter of, you know, when and not if, unfortunately. And uh, to have a field umpire involved in it, though, um, oh. is, is a shocking development, isn't it? It is. Sam, just in, in simple terms, are we talking, and again, I'm trying to read through the lines here and I can't find a, a positive answer anyway. You might know. Are we talking big money or are we talking $10 pops? No, I think we're talking in the thousands of dollars uh, across all of the games. So perhaps not huge money, but certainly in the thousands and spread across multiple agencies, of course, to perhaps disguise those bets. But but as we know, in today's day and age, um, everyone, all the betting agencies and the AFL or whatever sport that they're tied to are in regular communication. There's protocols and processes with these things. As soon as one agency flags something, um, they communicate with the rest and it doesn't take them long to figure it out. So this investigation has been going on now, obviously, since the Brownlow medal and, and, and came to light spectacularly this week. So we, we wait to see the full detail of the amounts uh, gambled and, and won, but I think uh, widely reported to be in the thousands of dollars. Mm. Uh, admittedly, that is a general term. Staggers me, Sammy, how people think you can get away with that sort of thing uh, these days. But uh, let's talk about Goss's beloved Saints. Uh, they've had a, uh, a little review. What's the update there? Well, it was a big review, actually, in the end. Now, that we were told by St Kilda that the main findings had already been revealed, and that is, of course, uh, the appointment of Ross Lyon and the need to change 
the senior coach and, and say goodbye to Brett Ratton, also Jeff Walsh's appointment as the head of football. But they also said they had significant issues outside the coaching department, and that is let's be more focused on football. Let's let's prioritise the football department, which might sound obvious, but St Kilda have sold home games uh, down the years, of course, repeatedly to, to international venues as well as domestic. Um, they've tied themselves to just about every social cause you can do, and, and that's been admirable too, made them one of the most inclusive sporting clubs in Australia. But the time for that now, it would appear, is done. Let's prioritise football. Any other social game we take on will be with a football layer well and truly placed over the top of it, and we will no longer sell home games interstate or overseas, which I would imagine for St Kilda supporters like Goss would be welcome news. Yeah, who, who is really on the fence at the moment no, I'm swaying fallen, whether, whether he buys the membership or not? No, does, no. does this review sway you anyway, Goss? They're going to, good news, they're no. going to concentrate on football. Yeah, no, no the review's I mean, got nothing to do with it. It's the appointment uh, of the coach that's got B over the other side oh, of the fence. You've dropped off the other side. Yeah, correct. Hey, the Hawks board, they've got a lot of money. They've got a lot of money, the Hawthorne. They've sold a couple of uh, properties, which is very handy, but tell you what, there's a lot of angst between Andrew Gowers and Jeff Kennett and the board and everything else that's going on. They are a club that needs to get back on track. That is an understatement. It is super messy over here with Hawthorne. This is a fully-fledged uh, election campaign at the moment. Jeff Kennett will join us in the studio on summer breakfast tomorrow. But, nice. yeah, the tit-for-tat continues, doesn't it, between he and Andy Gowers and, uh, and, and Peter Nankerville as well. Spoke to a prominent Hawthorne figure yesterday. He's been a player, been administrator. He said, this will be the beginning of the end at Hawthorne. It's become so messy. It's so political. Mm. It's unbecoming. It's not what our club is about. I can see both sides, though, guys. I mean, the appointment of, of Peter Dankerville as president after he was chairing the nominations committee, the selections committee, to find a new president, that certainly upset Hawks for Change, which is a rebel group that has been you know, pushing their buttons behind the scenes as well. It certainly caught the attention of Andy Gowers, who is arguing now heavily about proper process and, and governance having not been followed. You've got Jeff Kennett being the pro- high-profile figure that he is, throwing stones on Twitter after hours and late at night over here also. And, and that speaks to the Dingley development that's been um, delayed. Uh, it's an ongoing mess, obviously, the racial investigation uh, well and truly at the forefront as well. I mean, all things that you don't normally associate with Hawthorne, mm. rumblings at board level now that have become so divisive, so political. Um, I, I think it's going to be a, a big watch on December 13 when they sit down for their AGM. And a really quick one. We know you're busy, Mark Milligan. Uh, of course, uh, you've got to get to uh, the former Socceroo. Uh, just and one on the text, and I was going to ask you anyway, is the fact is that we expect Luke Beveridge to get a contract extension, and that may come this afternoon, they say. Yep, that's right. I, I think that might be a two-year extension. He's obviously contracted for 2023, the final year of his deal. But Amit Baines, the chief executive, Chris Grant, the head of football, this has been in train for some time. Uh, speaking about polarising figures, though, I tell you what, he's standing in the Western Bulldogs community. <laughs> isn't all beer and Skittles either, Luke Beveridge, which surprises me. I mean, he's a he's a premiership coach. He's taken the club to another grand final. I think finals in uh, in you know maybe six of the eight seasons he's had in charge there at the Kennel. So a pretty good strike rate, but. Uh, People like to look for the weeds and things at times, boys, but uh, he's going to get that extension. I'll be interested to see what, what sort of term we're talking. Summer breakfast with Sammy Edmund and Simon O'Donnell doing a great job, mate. Yep. We listen on the way in and uh, we pinch a lot of your stuff, uh, which people haven't been listening to. <laughs> Keep it up, mate. Keep, Keep it up. up. Thanks, Sammy. Good on you, Sammy. Thanks, sir.
Thanks for your patience and having me, guys. No, it's my it. pleasure. Thank you for taking our call, Sammy Edmund from the Summer Breakfast. So a lot to digest there. The Brownlow Medal. I, I'm a believer. You've got to keep with the tradition, and you'll continue to have the umpires. And, and it is one one man's one man's error is not a system error. That's just no, a that's one a good man point. error. What about if you had the emergency umpire? The emergency umpire yep. doesn't give votes. Yep. But he's the one that actually sees more of everything yeah. than the umpires. Yeah. If you have to keep nah, it with the umpires, which I really don't but think But you're in you an emergency should. for a reason, mate. <laughs> He's just not quite good enough. <laughs> yeah, well, you're an umpire for a reason. Well, you're filling you in. Yeah. No, that's yeah. not. Don't be that harsh. Don't be harsh. Don't be harsh. I'm just saying, it needs a change. Hey, a lot of, uh, I don't know whether this is love or belief that I might be on the money here, but so earlier today I did say, after asking you about what the tenure would be for Adam Simpson, you think yep. it's a, a breakout year, just received a text from a very learned man who says he's got basically one year to make a, an impact if it's a horrible year. Yeah. A horrible year, then you know they'll be looking. That, at, that's my point. Yeah, if but I don't think that's if the case. losses are bad losses. No, and I don't mean margin. I mean how they lose. Yep. Then then he'd be under pressure. But I still think Simo's absolutely the man for the job. Mike from Palmyra, who's a rusted on purple uh, supporter, he says uh, Frio won't win a premiership until they get a proven forward like Logan McDonald. Well, he's just re-signed with Sydney. Yeah, but they've got a couple coming through. I know they're not proven, but they have to start somewhere. Come on, Goss. True story is why do you think Logue went across to the Ruse? Paul from Margaret River. <laughs> Ruse man, Paul. <Yeah. laughs> I keep that belief, Paul. Uh, so if you believe or disbelieve, do you think I'm, I'm and it's, this is not a bold prediction, this is just looking at the future I firmly believe West Coast will win a flag before Fremantle win there first. Mm. Could be ten years' time. Yeah, Could be yeah. ten years' time. Well, that's the thing. I, 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 I want to be wrong because I think Fremantle are deserving of a flag, but I am concerned about what they pushed up this year and where they're going in the next two mm. or three. I, I have question marks, again, over why people want out, but I think their list is really strong and it's uh, all dependent on a couple of young guys finding their way in and, and taking the game by the scruff. Yeah, there's a lot of woulda, coulda, shouldas right yeah, in that absolutely. conversation right there. Yeah, 13, 12, 55, Toolkit Depot, open line or temper, 0487 736 736 if you agree or disagree.